With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome along to your Monday night phone in here on the Rangers Rabble. I hope you're all doing well. I'm Martin and tonight I am joined by Alex. Alex, how are you doing? Good, good. Yeah, it's good to be good to be back. I must admit, you're getting better looking with age, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know if you're a camera now. You're making me and Mark look terrible. Nah, I'll, I'll take the compliment. Thank you. <laughs> Mark, I'm joined by Mark as well. Of course, Mark, you're a handsome man. How are you doing? I'm doing... As well as can be expected, back offshore, so I'm back surviving. Back offshore, making the big bucks, making the big bucks. Yes, so it, is, it is the phone-in. Um, the phone-in will open very, very soon. As soon as the wee bar goes along the bottom, you will know the phone-in is open. Um, just before we get into it, um, for those of you who didn't watch the, li- uh, the last phone-in, um, there's been a few changes. The Rabble is getting a bit more coverage now. Uh, with regards to, uh, to working with the club. Um, we will be doing most of the B-team games. You've probably seen some of our academy reviews. If you haven't checked them out, I highly suggest that you do. Um, and I've got a meeting soon with Rangers um, to talk about first-team access. Now, the only way, obviously, that we can get first-team access is by building the following, um, building the memberships that we've got started, um, after the, the, the last phone-in, we jumped up like 25 members, which was unreal. Um, and obviously, none of it can be done. I'll get, I'll get to Wolf in a minute uh, as he interrupts my intro. Um, Wolf is going to join us live from Belgium. Um, so, yeah, I'll get to that in a wee second. Um, just absolutely destroys my, my, my intro. So yeah, basically, um, if you want to become a member and help us on our way to getting media access with Rangers, then please do join as a member. Link is in the description, two different tiers, whatever suits your fancy. It really helps us along. And thank you to all the new members as well. But we're bringing out some members' content as well, obviously, as the numbers go up, um, and it helps us along in our journey. Now, obviously, it's a phone-in. 
Um, so I better take this call before Wolf absolutely batters me. Um, so hello, Wolf from Belgium. How are you doing? I'm very well, Martin. How are you? I, I, I was okay until you absolutely disrupted my intro. Uh, well, I thought you better, better for me while you're getting no service. How is Belgium? Belgium is very, very warm. Uh, very nice, yeah, beautiful place. Sitting in, a, sitting in the most beautiful square you've ever seen in your life, in the middle of Brussels, with three of my good, my good blue nose friends, just enjoying everything that's passing me by. It's fabulous. What's Not the... a lot of Rangers fans kicking about, I have to say. Well, that was going to be my next question. How is it looking numbers-wise? Well, I think a lot of people have just gone through to Leuven. There's quite a few bears on my flight this morning, uh, but I think most of them were, going through, were just going through to Leuven, which obviously where the game is. Um, and there's not really much much going on in Brussels itself tonight. Though there is a few Rangers fans about, but not there's nothing. It's not like the usual usual Van Der games, like a sort of two centre thing. I think Louvain will be mental tomorrow. Though. How's the how's the kind of atmosphere and, and the locals and that? How's that all going? Oh, it's fine. The locals are brand new. When I went up to the uh, I went up to USG's own ground this afternoon when I got here, the ground that we're not allowed to play in. Right. And one of the staff, one of the one of the yeah, young staff members was there, and he was chatting away quite nice, explaining about the club, telling us why they inhabited their ground, and just told us to go and go wherever we want. So, so why we the dressing room? We were at the tunnel. It was fabulous. Why are we not allowed to play there? Because their ground doesn't meet UEFA regulations. They don't have enough hospitality space. They don't really have anywhere to park coaches. Which, having been there, I can see that because. Um, not, there's, there's, it's, it's like basically uh, just like a normal street outside no, no car parks or anything around about it Look, been, having been in their main stand there's very little hospitality space and obviously you may have a bigger hospitality so that's basically why they can't look at quite a lot of terraces they've got one big stand of terraces itself which I don't think they'll only be used it's quite, it's quite a nice little ground as you might have seen in the photos I've seen about yeah, if you haven't seen the photos, everybody watching, then you can go on to Rangers Rabble Twitter or Wolf's own Twitter as well, and you can see big smiles for Wolf in the picture, as always. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely buzzing. Mark, Alex, you get any questions for Wolf over in Belgium? Wolf, I know you're a teetotaler. I know you don't like a drink, but have you been bad? Sorry, what was that? I says, I know you don't drink, but are you battering into the Belgian chocolate? I've actually bought some Belgian chocolate here from a good lady. I got a cracking deal, five boxes of Belgian chocolate for 10 euros. So I snapped that up from a good lady, and I know she won't be watching, so I'm not giving any secrets away. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I'm walking about carrying a bag full of Belgian chocolate just now. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. And I'm guessing from the bears that you're around about, because you're one of the most positive bears that I know, um, that everybody's confident going into the game. Yeah, I mean, everybody I spoke to, Nobody thinks it's going to be easy, but everybody's looking forward to the draw tomorrow at 11 o'clock to see where we're going next. But obviously this isn't going to be easy, but we're all fairly confident that we'll, that we'll dispatch of, uh, of this lot and uh, see what tomorrow brings in the draw. Right, well, well, I'm kind of hoping, um, obviously I'm going to actually, I probably shouldn't say this because I may get shot down, um, I'm going to be covering the B-team game tomorrow night. So it's going to be Scotty on hosting duties. So we'll maybe see if it's possible to get you a phone in after the game. If I can get service and it's not too loud, I'll certainly do that. No worries. Hey, well, I shall let you go now, Wolf, and I'll let other people get phoning in. But thank you for the update from Belgium. 
no problem. And uh, enjoy the pod, lads. I won't actually see it because it's a bit loud where I am just now, but I'll catch up with it later. No worries. And have a have a have a good show, and I'll hopefully speak to you tomorrow. Thank you, Will. Speak to you soon. All, right. All the best, Will. All the best, Will. Yeah. I tell you that that felt awfully professional. A reporter out in Belgium, didn't it? <laughs> He's just there for the chocolate. It's just there. <laughs> absolutely. Um, so yeah, if you want to phone in. I will just put the number up right now. It's 0141-628-7237. You can have your say on whatever you want. It doesn't necessarily have to be the European game, but we're going to talk about the Livingston game a wee bit later on. We're also going to talk about John Soup as well. Um, a wee bit unfair criticism came his way, I think. And we're going to delve into that. And, of course, anything that you guys want to talk about. And straight away, on the phone lines, we have Ian. Ian, how are you doing? Hello. Hello, Ian. How are you? Yeah, hey, I'm great, guys. Well, <laughs> what can we say about Saturday? Well, I mean, we are, we must have, we might have thought it would be a little bit of a cruise, didn't it? Thought it'd be all right. It'd be like a nice little drubbing. Not football doesn't do scripts very well. We had to, we were hanging by our head until until at least we got the equaliser, and then did the right thing and turned it around. <laughs> football, eh? Bloody hell! It's uh, right. See on that point, Alex, and I'll take that to you. I actually think that was a better win than what a lot of people realised. Um, take, all right, Livingston, not the greatest side in the world, right? But they had had four um, competitive games before that. We were going to their ground on the first game of the season. Horrible pitch. Livingston always make it difficult for you. I think to, to grind out that 2-1-1, Alex, was exceptional. Yeah, well, by no means is, is Livingston away an easy game. And, and I mean, you see that many, many a times that, that, you know, the big sides go there and, and they drop points and it happens a lot. So coming away from there with three points is is vital. It's huge. It's something that, you know, a lot of teams a lot of teams won't do this season, won't do in, in previous seasons. Um so that is it's a big result. And and especially to be one nil down um against a resilient side, a stubborn side like Livy at their ground, you know, again, we've seen it before. You know, sometimes you don't come back from that. No matter how hard you try, how many shots you have, how many crosses you put in the box. It just doesn't work. And, and you know, we have unfairly have Cholak's goal um, is chopped off. In my opinion, anyways, he's, he's not offside. Obviously, the linesman doesn't see that. Um, and it takes a lot of grit to go and then, you know, bring Arfield on. And, and he obviously gets the equaliser and then Taz scores a, a superb free kick to, to turn the game on its head in just a couple of minutes. So, yeah, it's, uh, by no means was it the best performance that we could possibly have, but getting out of there with three points, especially after being behind, is, is a huge, huge result. And Ian, I actually think, if you, if you watch the game back, yeah, OK, two late goals to win 2-1 doesn't sound great, um, but I thought we actually played quite well. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think, of course, we played well. I mean, spare thought for my friend, he went big on... So He was so work colleague, he, went, he was so overconfident of a big result that he put... Let's just say he put he put a, a certain amount of money down and lost it within five minutes because he thought the score would be nil Rangers something like something the other team nil and then I couldn't help but I couldn't help but mock him and say well that's that's a certain amount of money down the drain <laughs> he didn't talk to me for the rest of the day <laughs> that's why I don't gamble <laughs> yeah but um, yeah but uh, what, what can you say but but you know what uh, one thing I also found amusing was like after all the half some of, there was a little bit of a fuss around. Some people I knew when when Arfield got a new deal, and and I and all I said was, look, he's not he, he'll still score vital goals. You might come on and get a vital goal, and what does he do? Comes on and get within like how 
he was barely on like five, 50 seconds and scored the equaliser. And I just, I couldn't help but peg with those people back and say, oh, what, what a waste, eh? New, what a waste of a new deal. And then, yeah. and then again, no, no, I have to take my moments to be a little bit, like brag a little bit when, when I'm proved right. I have to say, um, and I hold my hands up an apology to Scott Arfield. I was one of those who was critical when he got his new deal, Mark. But this just proves that people at Rangers know far more than I do. Yeah, I think we were all a wee bit critical, but I said it, I said it in the, uh, the the reaction show that although he's getting a wee bit older and, and he's maybe lacking a wee half yard of pace, you can't teach those runs that he makes. That's just something that's you can't teach a player how to do that. And it's something that he's done time and time and time again for us. But yeah, we've, we've all kind of slated him. What is he a new contract for? And hey, he's come up trumps and that's a couple of times. And recently he's come up trumps for us. So, look, for a fair play to man, as I said, Gio, Gio knows better than us. So, Oh, absolutely. He absolutely does. Ian, mate, crackery, a first call. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Speak to you soon, buddy. Hey, hey, hey. All the best, Ian. Um, yeah, um, I know, uh, John, you were trying to phone in as well, buddy. Sorry about that. If you want to give us a wee phone now, you will get on. It's first come, first serve. Um, so we're going to use a wee phone back if you can. Yeah, Alex on, Scott Arford. Look, I wanted to touch on the European game first and the Ryan Kent injury news, but Ian, fantastic call, mentioned it. Um, Scott Arfield... Um, and just before I do that, I will bring in John because unfortunately he was trying to get through and he couldn't get through. John, how are you doing? Hi there. Uh, can you mute the show in the background? Why, well, yeah, John? Oh, hi there. How are you doing, John? Yeah, I, I just showed that it shows the importance of the, the Arfield signing the new deal. Uh, I've always liked Arfield, but I think during the game we we're kind of going side to side again. We could be doing with somebody that could go forward, charge forward to midfield. Well, Alex, you're the you're the tactics man. Um, <laughs> John got a point. Yeah, well, I think that's what um, in in our midfield now the additions of of Tillman and and Lawrence should do be be the the man that's going to make the forward runs. And um, I think Kamara at the moment. Uh, I mean, we're we're learning as it goes game to game in in, in different field systems, and um, obviously he's he's a bit more settled now. And, and Kamara is a big player for Rangers, but he is. Not a ten, you know. He's more of a box to box, and and obviously that's something that that Arfield brings a little bit more than Kamara because Kamara's more of the link up player, the player that gets it from defence to midfield, um, you know, or or sorry, from and then midfield to attack. He he's he's that that box to box player, the, a guy who's going to make a few tackles, take a few players on, and, and make the passes, and occasionally, very very occasionally, have a shot. Whereas Arfield is is seemingly more more confident to go on and. And take that shot, take that risk. Yeah, he's again. I, I'm the same as Martin. I, I hold my hands up and, and say that I was not exactly delighted, um, to say the least, when he signed the new deal. And and to go on more than that, I think I I may have messaged the group chat on Saturday when he came on to say that this could be time to turn the TV off. Um. So I, yeah, again, I I definitely owe Arfield an apology. And, and it is somebody that that makes forward runs from midfield. I mean, we saw it again in the second half. With Tillman coming on, he made forward runs, and, and I thought he had a really impressive debut. John Tillman seems to be the name on a, a lot of Bears' lips after that kind of second half um, cameo. Um, is he the player that you think maybe could do that yeah. breaking forward? 
Yeah, I hope so. it's, it's certainly a precise passer anyway. Uh, I, I just think we can be a bit, a bit nostalgic side, you know, like Tamara. So building, you know, when you actually, you just want somebody to get the ball and just charge right to, but like Barry Ferguson used to. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I think you just want to see, Hillman um, certainly looked as if he's got all that kind of intricate passing around the box. And, um, but um, it's just wanting to get a bit of pace and a wee bit more, urgency getting right through the middle of the pitch so going to side to side all the time because even we, in the first half of the Lawrence I still don't think we were getting that but can we can we put that down to John it simply being the first game of the season can, can we use that as a caveat at all but, well hopefully but you sometimes think they're just a kind of a kind of habit they're in and they, they, you know, it's something you need to get a real change to, to make that change you know but uh I like Kamara, uh, and saying that I'm kind of half and half with Kamara. I could see, I could see positives from staying, and I, at the same time, I could see positives from going. Somebody more sort of aggressive and and getting forward, maybe replacing him. I know. I, I I've been quite on mark on the Kamara love train lately. Um, I just I just see him as a really really important player. I think he's a fabulous player. I think he's he's got everything, but I don't think he's a ten. <clears throat> I think that, that that that's what lets him down. I think that that when they brought on uh, Tillman and uh, Artfield, both of them were looking to run past the striker, and that's what caused mayhem. That caused havoc, and and rather than rather than going side to side, side to side, and flying crosses in, the two of them come on, and they were looking to to. To go forward and and as I said, break that line, and I think that's pretty much what we won as a game. As, as soon as Tillman come on, we looked like a different side. I've always liked Tarfield. Yeah. Uh, I mean, because he's the only one we got that can break the lines up until Tillman coming, and I think you know that's that's why he gave him a new contract. As and I was too short-sighted John to see that. I'll be brutally honest. I'm not a manager or a coach. I'm, I'm just a, I'm just a wee fat guy who likes to talk about Rangers. Um, I, 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 if it wasn't for Arfield, then we probably don't go on and win that game. No, exactly. Probably when they got to the cup final either. That, that's exactly, exactly that. John, buddy, thank you so, so much for coming on. Please don't be a stranger. Okay, thanks, then. Cheers, John. Bye. Cheers. Bye. I know. I kind of need to eat a wee bit of humble pie. But a whole lot of it's kind of spat right back in my face in the first the first game of the season. Um, can we talk about Ryan Kent, Mark? Um, I'll come back. We'll come back to the Livingston game, and of course, whatever the callers want to talk about, we'll come back to that as well. Um, not travelling with a squad. Um, the club are saying it's not a serious injury. Um, is that something that we should be a little bit worried about? As long as it's not serious, I don't think there's any worry about. It. I think that. Um... I like to think that they're just taking all precautions. Um, he's going to be a big miss, really big miss. Um, I think he will just shuffle the pack a wee bit, but um, as long as as long as it's one or two games, as I said, that watching the game, he did land pretty awkwardly. So, as I said, it looked as if he'd, he'd maybe went over in his ankle or strained something a wee bit. So, hopefully, it's just. It's just a wee, a wee stave, and he's he's gonna be he's gonna be fine for the weekend. Can I just say I just about had a hernia there, uh, Walter. One thousand five hundred and five people watching. 
It was 155. I'm like, where did we get 1,500 people watching? <laughs> there you go. Absolutely brutal. No, but Alex, even getting into the European game, regardless of the standard of opposition, Ryan Kent's been one of our biggest players in Europe. Is that yeah, absolutely. And, and I mean, it, in the first half, it, it was hard to give many people pass marks against Livingston. But in the second half, I mean, uh, he was my man of the match. He was outstanding. Yeah, unfortunately, he gets the, the first assist for, for the Cholak goal um, written off. But he put in some superb crosses and, and, and obviously one leads to the, the Arfield header, the equaliser. Um, yeah, Kent's a, a big miss, but something that obviously um, is is a, a big helping hand to that is having Ravi Matondo back because he can play off both sides um, and he could go and fill that left-hand side. Um, it again leaves the right-hand side a little short and, and that's why we ended up having to get Matondo in the first place. But um, he, you know, he's he's agile and and it's quick. Um, so why not play him? Is that no, a wee tiny bit of a worry, Mark? Though is is Matondo fully fit? Well, this is the thing. This is what we're going to need. To, we're going to need to decide. As I said, I, I don't think they'll play him if he's not fully fit. But I've got a funny feeling that he will stay on the right hand side, and either Sakala or Lawrence is going to play on the left hand side. I would think. Yeah, um, for all, everybody watching on YouTube, um, please do like and subscribe. The subscribers have been going up as well, like, like mad, it's, it's, it's crazy. But yeah, please do like and subscribe. And of course, the notification bell. And I didn't even know this until Stu was hosting, but apparently you can hit all as well um, when you hit the notification bell. And that tells you when we go live with everything. Um, there you go. I'm learning off his doing that was his first time hosting who by the way done a great job fair play to him absolutely brilliant I know he was slightly nervous before it I says to him just go on and rabble a lot of shit. that's what I do and you'll, you'll, you'll get through it so yeah please do like and subscribe if you're watching on Facebook we're trying to build our Facebook so please do give us a wee follow on there um, and of course if you're watching on Twitter give us a wee retweet a like and get your comments in there as well and it's a phone in so yeah, 01416287237 to get your point across. Alex, this uh, European qualifier, I don't really think it's, it needs to be stated just how important that is that, that, that we get to the group stages, really. Yeah. Um, this is a, a must-win, a must-win must fixture because at the moment, um, you know, let's not understate it. These guys finished, they finished second in the league last season after the playoff bit. But but going into the playoff in Belgian league, you know, kind of similar to our split. But um, before that, going into it, they were top of the table. And it wasn't expected. It wasn't expected whatsoever. They've had a, a superb run and, and are a superb team. Let's not get, you know, like, again, let's not understate how good they are to be here. However... They've lost some of their best players. I mean, their their top scorer last season. He's he's off to Brighton now. Um, <clears throat> they've they've lost some big players, and and we've added big players. We've added big names. We should we should be the favourites to go through, and, and and going on that, you know, you'd hope that we would go through. But um, the, the Champions League is is really important um, for teams in our league, and and obviously ourselves. I mean, what Mark? I, I, of course, I would never not back another European one where we get to the final. And I don't even think the most optimistic Rangers fan would imagine that even if we got into the group stages of the Champions League, we could make it to the final. Apart from maybe Wolf, Wolf, Wolf would believe that we'd make it all the way to the final. But j just to get back to that Champions League football, that let's be honest, if it wasn't for Rangers, there probably wouldn't be a team that got straight into the group stages this season. Um, You're hundred percent right. I, I think. Uh, 
every other team in Scotland really has to start pulling their weight in Europe because it seems to be only Rangers that are doing that. Um, but even even ju- just just for us as a club, just to get back to that Champions League status is important. Yeah, massive. I mean, I think that there'll be a, there'll be a few years um, if we do make it. There'll be a few years in that. We'll be making sure we get any Ibrox a wee bit earlier just to hear that music and we we wee lump my throat. I think it's that's something that's going to be really really special. It's definitely for me. I mean, that's some of the some of the best nights I've ever had. Uh, Ibrox has been European nights. It's just something special, and there's something special about that 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 music before the game. So. Um, but do you know what? I'm I'm wanting to compete. I'm not just, just going to settle to be to go in there. And and you need to go in there and we need to get a right good account of ourselves. So all right, I'm not expecting us to, to, to go in crazy mad runs, but I don't want to just just let's just get there. I, I want to go there and I want to compete. I think we're a good enough side, especially in Europe, to go and compete at that level. Um I think we've proved that over the last three or four years. So it's gonna be special. But they need to do it. They need to get there, and it's as simple as that. So, so don't be taking this uh, this mob for granted at all. Um, and I think when we get through, well, next tie is probably going to be a quite a tricky tie as well. So, um, but I think it's massive for the club, and it's, it's massive for the fans as well. I mean, as I said, it's so so special to hear that hear that music, that Champions League music again at Ibrox. On mute. My apologies, I'm still on mute. See, I'm not very good at it. Somebody put in the comments that I'm very good at hosting. I'm not really. Um, Thanks, Jess. It's, it's, a, it's a, a Champions League qualifier, Alec. There's, there's no duff teams, if you like. Yeah, of course, there's teams that, you know, we should beat. Um, I, I would imagine if we were playing a team like Sligo Rovers, we'd have probably beat them, you know, unlike other Scottish teams. Um, but... This mob finished second in the Belgian League for a reason. The Belgian League is, is, a, is a good standard of league, so it's, it's not as if we can go into this thinking this is going to be a cakewalk. No, absolutely not. Um, well, I would say that, that I, I obviously prefer, um, I, I guess it's a personal thing, but I prefer having the second leg at home. Um, mm-hmm. I think it means no matter what happens, you know, that way you take it back to Ibrox. Um, and, and there's a lot to say there. But uh, yeah, it's, it's no easy game. There are no easy games in the Champions League and, and that's why you want to be there. You want to be there to test yourself, to prove yourself. And a lot of these players will come in and, and have looked at our European run um, and, and that's that's going to be attractive to a lot of them. And, and the chance of Champions League football, um, it, of course, that's going to be an, uh, an attraction to more and more players. And again, I mean, the European run to the final, unreal and, and it probably won't be matched for, for many years for from any Scottish team, um, let alone ourselves. But the money to get into even just the group stage of the Champions League financially, you are you are sorted. Do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna put something out there, and I don't think this includes people like Alex because I think he's a wee bit too young. But see if there's anybody out there who's got a favourite Champions League European Cup moment. Phone in and tell us about it actually, because um, I'm just old enough. To remember when Rangers were, were in the Champions League, I know Mark's more than old enough to remember Rangers in the Champions yeah. League. Uh, Michael makes a great point here. I know qualifying for the Champions League, from a financial point of view, everyone's looking at that. But he's at the he's of the opinion that the prestige of playing in it will mean a better caliber of player we can attract going forward. Mark, something that Alex touched on there. But yeah, <laughs> if we can prove that we are a, a a Champions League team who competes 
which I think is more important than yeah. than making it to the Champions League and just getting thumped like other Scottish teams. If we can prove that you know we can compete in the Champions League, then you're going to get a far better standard of player coming. Yeah, everybody, look, every player wants to play in the Champions League. doesn't matter who they are, they want to play in the Champions League. So that's a massive thing for, for um, attracting players and stuff like that. But the prestige, I think that last year our prestige went through the roof because yeah. of the run that we made. So I think that our prestige is is way, 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 where it should be, to be fair. I'm saying it's way over what it has been, but that's that goes without saying. But... Um, Teams have sat up and took notice of us now through the, the last three or four years. But Champions League is where it's at. Let's face it, that's the that's the creme de la creme. That's where we need to be. And that's where the big boys are. And that's where the big money is. So, yeah, massive. It's absolutely massive. Is it prestige? Yeah, I'm all for I'm I'm more of a prestige um, than the money side of things myself. I really couldn't care less. I want to see... I want to see your Real Madrid's, your Bayern Munich's, your Man United's, your Man City's, all Ibrooks. Because I tell you what, a lot of these teams will come here and they'll get a right fright with that noise, with the, with the amount of crowds, because a lot of these big teams, although they're big teams and they go to big stadiums, but they'll not have heard anything like Ibrooks. Well, yeah, Especially just, Champions League night will be mental. I was just going to touch on that. I mean, you talk about, about atmosphere. Something that for me really sunk in about how good Ibrox is, how good the atmosphere is, is the fact that you look at, at Dortmund, one of the, you know, touted as one of the best atmospheres in the world. They always have been. It's always been that way. They came to our ground and, and they looked scared at the start. Yeah. Yeah. But just something to touch on as well. And, and look, we made a European final last year and that was amazing. And as such, we've been able to bring in players like Yilmaz and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Matondo, who might not have came. But we can't, we, we can't be looking and going, right, OK, we've done well one year in Europe. Really well one year in Europe. So we've done well in Europe for the last three, four years. But we don't want it to be a kind of flash in the pan, Mark, that that's our level. We now want to show that, hold on a minute, no, we can compete in Europe's yeah. competition. Yeah, 100%. But it shows, if you look at us over the last three or four years, it's, there's been a constant progression. We've progressed. Now, now we've, we've got to that stage where we were in the final last year. Now our next step is Champions League to go and compete. And then in the future, because then we're now a Champions League team, once we go and win that league back again, because which we're going to do, once we go into that, straight into the Champions League again. So we're now a Champions League team. We're going to attract Champions League uh players, level of players um, so as I said it's progression and if you look at it, we've progressed over the years to get to where we are just now so we just need to keep kicking on keep taking that steps to move forward but yeah that's as I said if you look at it, we need to, we need to kick on, we need to get in there first and foremost and then we need to compete and then following year we look to kick on again bring in a, a higher class of player again, maybe two or three that just that just enhance the squad because there's a lot of good players in that squad. So as I said, and obviously this is this is the the Rangers the bold and stuff like that. This is must be the way they're thinking because we're thinking like that. So that's obviously going to be the plan to try and push on, keep this um, this player trading model going, generating funds, buying better players, kicking on. So as it were at a level where we are a Champions League team, which at the minute we are a Europa League team. Let's not kid anybody on. We are a Europa League team. That is, as it stands, that's our level. But we're at the top end of that level now. 
Mm-hmm. So we need to kick on now. Our next step is Champions League and push on from there. No, we need to prove that we're a Champions League team. Yeah. Um, Murray, don't forget you were one penalty away from being in pot one in the Champions League. Murray, yeah. I have to forget that you were one penalty away. Um, I absolutely have to forget. Um, Alex, it's also, I suppose, a little bit in my brain anyway, maybe I'm talking nonsense, but it's getting rid of the, the Malmo result as well. It's, it's about getting that out of the system for me. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, you think back a couple of years ago, and and maybe you've you've blanked this out as well. But Pedro Caccina and um, a, a wee Ooh. trip to to Luxembourg, um, getting that over and, and done with, and, and obviously when Gerard came in and beat Scoopy, the biggest thing of that was you know the the team was nowhere near our our team in in uh, in terms of quality, but it was a mentality thing. I mean, there were still players there from the previous year that needed to win that. To get over that, you know, to get over it all, and and look at what they've gone and achieved now. I mean, we've we've done well in Europe for many years, four years, five years now. We we've been competing in Europe, and and now we need to go and kick on and do that again and show why it's not just we can do it in Europa League. I mean, obviously an unreal run last season, but now you go and you show okay, the Malmo result was a blip, and that's what you do. That's what they have to go and prove now. It is like you say, getting over that Malmo result, making it a blip, and mm-hmm. and getting past that round, past the next round, getting to realistically where we belong. Yeah, no, I, I 100% agree. How much do you think, Mark, that Gio and the players are under pressure? And well, is there any worry that they might feel the pressure? I'd like to think that this group of players that we've got, obviously they know the amount of pressure that they're under because they play for Rangers, simple as that. It doesn't matter how they play. They need to win. But I don't think that they'll they'll take this pressure lightly. I think that over the last few years they've they've kind of learned to that put change that pressure into sort of a um, be able to use it and to be able to kind of and work through it because we've had some massive massive results. Um, but no, I think that um, I think that they've learned and I think that recruitment wise as well, you kind of are, this is something that they'll obviously look at. They need to look at people's. Uh, personalities and stuff like that as well when they're buying, bringing players in and buying players. So, nah, I think that um, the pressure, although it's always going to be there, no matter no matter who you're playing, no matter who you're playing, Livingston. Um, but nah, I think that I think that they're, they're good enough to deal with us mentally. We're mentally strong enough to deal with the pressure. I think we've shown that in the past. I know it's the same for all teams, Alex. Well, I say all teams. Most teams that come into these qualifiers. I think Union have only have only played one game, which I think they won um, as well. But we've only had one competitive game. Is, is, is Rust a wee bit of a worry, an issue? I'm just trying to get all the negatives out the road and then we can focus on the far, far greater positives. But is, is you know, Matt Sharpness going to be an issue? Yeah, of course. That's something, especially when you bring a lot of players in. Um, we don't have a, a big turnover in the summer. It, it kind of goes the other way. Everybody's a wee bit fresher at the start or or the link up is isn't as new it doesn't have to be you know getting the, the players used to the system or or used to the ideas and used to each other um and then later down the line is when it kind of starts to hit because you run into oh these guys did this last season and the season before we, we can work this out kind of thing um so you have to make sure that this season when we click we, we click early um and the new players come in and, and make an impression straight away or, or very soon anyway. Um, so, of course, yeah, that, that, that's a worry. And with the big 
turnover that it is, um, the big refresh that we're we're having, it is something that that could be a worry. I mean, um, Union have played, I think it's two league games now because they're started the weekend before us, and and they they've come away with a win and a draw, um, which is you know still two two uh, unbeaten results. You know they've they've not faced defeat yet this season, so. Yeah, of course, rust is is something that, but it should be on on their minds too. Although they've had one extra competitive game than ours, um, we are almost at the same stage of the season as them. Alex, people in the comments want to know what is that picture you've got up? Uh, this is uh, it's actually my calendar. I, I don't know if I, if I turn my computer around, then I think it will probably. Uh, pull all the plugs out, and I'm I'm not restarting this thing again today. But I do have a, a frame picture there, and I have a, another Rangers one in my cupboard just now that I've just not. That looks on. like the world's smallest calendar, man. That is Everybody was asking. That's, that's I, I thought it was a, por- a Polaroid. His last victim. Yeah, oh, there you go. That's not. Well, you've redeemed yeah. yourself. You've it's redeemed just yourself. a really, really long room, man. Yeah. <laughs> And also, why have you painted your walls shit brown? Well, it's actually grey, so that must be the lighting. No, it's the light. There you go. So that's what everybody was asking. That's what everybody was asking. And we get it sorted. <laughs> right, so, Mark, who plays tomorrow night? So, I mean, there's all sorts of, there's all sorts of connotations here. Isn't it? There's all sorts of things that you could... Who well, goes in goes, right? I'll go for it. I'll go for it. I think that I think that McLaughlin starts. I think your back four is going to be Tav, Goldson, Sands, Barisic. We're going to play two old midfielders. I think that will be Lundstrom and Kamara. No. This is the only thing that concerns me. This next bit when you were talking about rust and stuff like that. The next four players that I'm going to mention are Onu, and I've not really played with each other, and I've not really played in Europe with each other, which is my concern. Right side of the front, uh, the, the, the three behind the behind the, uh, the main striker, right side Matondo, number 10 Tillman, and I think left side will be uh, Lawrence and Cholak up front, obviously, because that's... That's the only striker we've got fit. No, the front four is what concerns me because although they're all good players, they've no played together and they've no really had a lot of time to train with each other. So, and it's a big, big game. So, to caveat what I've just said, that's what I think is the strongest team. But you, you might see or maybe go tried and tested, i.e., and maybe put right on the, the right-hand side and Matondo on the left and launch through the middle. But for me, I would go Matondo, Tillman, Lawrence and Cholak up front. If you agree or disagree with Mark, uh, is this, you, is want this, you want to have your take call 01416287237. Apologies, Alex. Sorry. Is this, uh, is this what you want, Mark, or, or what you're expecting? For me, that's the strongest team at the moment with the players that we've got and the players that we've got fit. I think what will happen is I don't think Gio will fling that four together. 
purely for the same reason. I don't think that the four of them should be playing together. I think that they're the strongest team on paper. If we were seven or eight games into the season, then 100%, that would be the team I would pick. I've just got a funny feeling he's going to go with the likes of Wright purely for the fact that Wright knows what's happening in Europe. He knows how we play in Europe. He knows what's expected in Europe. So whether that might sway his decision or he just goes brave and, as I said, plays them all. But I think that the four of them, because the four of them have never really played together, they're all new. I think that they might chop that up a wee bit, but I think that with the players that we've got, he's, he's, maybe, just, he's maybe just going to tweak it just slightly, as I said. I think maybe Wright might come in on the right-hand side, but I don't think there'll be much of a, of a change. I think that I think that if you bring the likes of Arfield into a number 10 role, I think you're starting to look more defensive. I know that's a strange thing to say, but I think that Arfield's no as attacking as the likes of Tillman or Lawrence in that 10 role. So that's kind of my thinking, as I said. That's I've got a funny feeling it'll be right, Lawrence, as I said, either Lawrence on the left or Lawrence and Matondo on the left is what I'm thinking. So, right, well, look, taking from what Mark's saying there, Alex, right, and again, if you want to call in, it's 01416287237. Don't be shy, don't be nervous. Um, just get your phone call in. None of us bite, apart from Mark. None of us bite. Um, as, can, can you see that front four, Alex? A front four that have never played together. Matondo coming back for injury. Um, Cholak has, obviously, I say played every game. They've played one game. Um, obviously, Cholak, Cholak will play up front because he's the only striker that we've got. Um, but do you see that three behind him? Um, I would like to see that three behind him. I think um, I've, I've seen a couple of comments or, or a comment there saying that Arfield has to start tomorrow and, and, and he's earned it. But um, somebody who really earned it for me is, is Tillman and he now has to go and prove why you know, why he deserves to start and, and why he's got this loan move and, and why he's here kind of thing. And, and you know, this is a, a big step for him, a big stage for him to, to prove his worth. Um, I think Lawrence as well, um, obviously, again, it being a, a, a friendly, but there's no such things as friendlies in football, uh, was really good against against West Ham. Really, really good against West Ham. Um, and there there's definitely... A player there. Um, I think a lot of people were, a lot of people looking in on on the Scottish League were surprised. Um, well, obviously he was he was linked elsewhere, but surprised to see him come here and and you know again think that he'll do really well. So, I think Lawrence is uh, he'll either be really good or or um, do nothing at all kind of thing, uh, and and I expect him to to perform. I think he he he's going to fit in there. It comes at a tough time because obviously you you want that position to be competitive and and obviously if we had Matondo and Kent fit I think it kind of at the moment anyway after after Sunday's uh, performance you it kind of picks itself but without Kent you you have to have somebody to fill in there and and that's going to be either Lawrence Tillman or if Matondo's there then maybe Tillman plays on the right like like he did when he came on for right or or plays a kind of right attacking midfielder role and, and Lawrence is there as well as an option. It's it should be 
a confident lineup. Um, but you know what Gio's like, and and especially in Europe, and and who knows, we might see us go to a back three. It all depends, of course, Mark, on how this how Union play. I don't yeah. know how they play. I don't know the formation. I don't know who their best. I probably should know, right? Obviously, hosting a Rangers podcast and we're doing a preview on them. Um, but I, I'm not 100% sure how they play. So is he going to go with pace? Or if we don't need pace, an Arfield might start. One player who we haven't mentioned yet is Ryan Jack. Is Ryan Jack going to be fit enough to play? Is that the kind of player he's going to want to bring in? So I suppose it all depends on the tactics that Gio's going to use. I think it's, as I said, it's it's a, it's a hard one because well, there's a lot of new bodies in there and, and it's a it's a hard one to kind of second guess what's going to happen because obviously it's it's we've only played one game of the season so far and for what we've, we can only really surmise from what we've seen for the first game of the season and we cameos over the, the, the friendlies. So I think, as I said, you're trying to second guess the manager with, with what he's seeing and what we're seeing. So, I mean, what we're seeing is probably completely different from what he's seeing on the training pitch. So he's got a good idea of what their capabilities are, what they're good at, what they're not so good at. So, as I say, we're trying to second guess them. But me, I'm just looking at if, if the players that are fit are, are definitely fit for 90 minutes, that would be the strongest side. But I just don't know what, what, what Gio's going to be thinking, whether he's going to be thinking... Is it too soon and, and is it putting too much pressure in such a big game you fling four people that have never played really played together into a, into a, a match this size is, is kind of what I was trying to say. I maybe never articulated it well enough earlier, but that's what my thinking is. My thinking's is it too big a game to fling so many unknowns at it? Or does he try and maybe bring a wee bit of like right well we know we're right brings us in Europe so we'll stick him on there with a view to maybe see how we go the first first 45 minutes and take it for there but rest assured Gio will have his homework done the uh, the team will know exactly how this team play they will know their weaknesses, they will know their strengths um, and I think that personally if you're buying these players and you're paying money for them and the Rangers players then you need to, you need to, you need to give them the chance. You need to go all right, go and play. So I don't know. As I said, we're, we're, we're kind of running circles here because I think it's it's a tricky one to try and to try and second guess. As I said, probably six games into the season, we'll probably know exactly who would play. Do you know what I mean? So it's one of these ones that it's, it's early in the season. We're trying to we're trying to figure out who would be the best team to play, and it's it's well, a hard one. Oh. You're saying you're saying you were getting muddled up with your words there. According to Walter, uh, you need to start doing dictionary corner on countdown. <laughs> now, is that countdown, Walter, or is that cats does countdown? Um, two completely different shows, yet they're almost identical. Um, I feel like Shakespeare now. Honestly, I did. <laughs> hey, Alex, uh, a big question that's going to be asked, and a big question that's been asked <clears throat> in the postseason, the uh, preseason. Sorry. <clears throat> is uh, who's going to start and go. We got our answer in the league with McLaughlin. Does Gio stick with McLaughlin and go for Europe? He should. Um, I don't know if he will, but he should. I, I mean, we've seen this a lot with with Gerard uh, switching between keepers in, in Europe and, and then, you know, kind of giving them giving them rest, especially um, 
McGregor, you know, giving him a rest so that then he was fully fit for Europe. And maybe that's what Gio's done at the weekend too. But I would hope that McLaughlin is the one that uh, is starting tomorrow night. I just think, you know, as, as good as McGregor is a, a shot stopper, all round, um, McLaughlin, uh, especially now, just has a, a better game. And again, that, that's somebody that I need to uh, hold my hand up to and, and apologise because I, I was really um, not wanting to go into the season with him as our uh, our number one. And, and now sitting where I am, I'm, I'm more, I'd am i be a lot more confident with him um, than McGregor. Um, Alan, thanks very much. I've, apparently, I've got a hairline like Shakespeare. So there you go. If only I had his money. Um, but yeah, it's a bit continuity as well, Mark. Right, we'll come we'll come on to the centre backs in a minute, right? But just sticking with the goalkeepers now, is it not a case that you need to give McLaughlin as many minutes as you can, especially with it being the start of the season? Yeah, hundred percent agree with that. Yeah, I think that you need to. For me, it's a specialised position, so you need to you need to get somebody that that you give all your faith to and say, right, you are number one. You're going to go and play. Um, so, like you say, continuity, yeah, hundred percent. And he needs to play. If he's the number one player, simple. Continuity, Alex. Mark uses the word. I use the word. Does that also um, ring true for the centre of defence when it comes to tomorrow night? Um, obviously, Davis has travelled with his squad. Um, if he's on the bench or he starts or whatever, um, should Suter start alongside Golden? I think it's a really difficult one. Um, Suter obviously had a a little bit of a tough time at the weekend. Um, I don't know. He, he, he just seemed to struggle. Um, and obviously that um, is something that was massive on, on Rangers Twitter, on Rangers social media. They, they had a problem with it straight away. You know, as they always do, as soon as anybody steps out of place um so oh, is apparently so didn't travel are we hearing this Never heard that. I don't Walter, know. unless Walter's winding us up um, i don't know um well that really i don't know the, that really takes away the debate if he didn't travel yeah it does indeed i i don't know if if, if sort of traveled or not um but oh, yeah i think and we should know that guys <laughs> if if Suter uh, if Suter travels um, again, I think it it's just it's the tough bit hey, is Suter's not there, Alex. Suter's okay, not there. okay. He didn't travel, so that then brings up an even more interesting question. Then Davis, who hasn't had any minutes, uh, Sands, who can cover, or young Leon King. So it's um, got to be Sands. It's surely got to be Sands. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I thought, yeah, I would agree. I think Sands is again. I mean, maybe we see Gio go to to a back three, but obviously that can be, as we've seen many times, Lundstrom dropping into the middle, and 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 then he can go back to the midfield when needed. And um, there's obviously potential for Ben Davies, and maybe that's why he wasn't involved at the weekend was to keep him fully fit for for uh, Union. Um, yeah, but J- James Sands is is somebody who should be a lot more involved this season. I mean, I think he looked assured when he came on against against Livingston. And and in all honesty, I mean he's not he's not the guy who's you know, he's not playing um, um unreal and taking the risks and all that game in, game out, but he does the simple stuff right and, and I don't really think he's put a foot wrong for Rangers. Not not many times anyway. 
Right, well, we've got Max on the line now. Max, how are you doing? How are you doing, old son? How are we doing, all right? Yeah, yourselves. How are you doing, boys? Ah, oh, good, mate. Yeah, good, thank you. Right. Good. Until I realised that I run a Rangers podcast and I've got absolutely no clue what's going on. <laughs> I was doing all right. Um, I so you want to talk about Livingston, Europe, individual players, your favourite European moment, you name it. You favourite European game, Leeds United, Barclay, Britain. Ah, quality man. Both legs. I was a uh, even smoking uh, Ellen Road. I don't want to make you feel old. Actually. I'm not old. Right. Been going to see Rangers in seventies. Right. Well, see, see that game in 1992. Yep. I was free. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm so, thirty-eight now. So there you go. Uh, it was a that was a quality quality game. I mean, I, I say quality quality game. I would have loved to have been about back then, Max. No, it was, for the 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 for Probably the last real battle of Britain where, all right, Leeds were the massive favourites. Oh, we were cheated out of the cup anyway. Aye, Marseille. Yeah, but <laughs> like to go there. On that, on that actual Leeds game, the people we've, we've had a few sort of battles of Britain since, but that was the kind of last true battle of Britain where it wasn't Two inconceivable champions. that a Scottish team could win. Yep, that whole season was brilliant. Well, I don't know about in. I wasn't there. I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> I wasn't. It was amazing. What's your, thought, what's your, what, what's your <laughs> thoughts, Max, for tomorrow? How are you feeling? Uh, it's going to be a tricky tie. They're you know, like a dodgy team. They're one of them that's up and down, you know what I mean? One of the teams that we don't know much about. Exactly. I don't know really anything about them. They came from nowhere. <laughs> quite, a, quite a few teams like that. I need to ask you... Um, Centre back, and um, obviously I've just found out that Suter's not available. So who are you playing at centre back? Are you playing Sands? Are you bringing in? Oh, it's got to be Sands. Definitely. I don't think Davis is ready yet. Definitely Sands for you. Oh, definitely. He's a lot more composed when I come on and Saturday. Do you think that's probably going to be one of his main positions this season? Then, or do you think? I when... don't know. I don't know if they're going to chop and change him into midfield. They might play him in certain games, maybe European games, or move him forward in between the centre backs and beside Lindstrom. You know what I mean? So you don't know how he's going to play it. He likes to chop and change me, old Gio. Mark, that's a good point. Gio has, I think, been a lot more tactically aware than, than what we've actually realised. Well, I can, you can see, you can read a game pretty well. With him. No, I mean, you can change the tactics and then all of a sudden you can change them again. You can change them two or three times in the one game. He's not afraid to make decisions, is he? No, I like that about him. I like that about Gio. I think that um, <clears throat> the fact that he, he, he's, he's no, even if, it, even if it's three minutes into a game, he'll just be like, no, it's not working, change it. So I think that that's that's brilliant. and I think that we are we are, are, are quite a reactive team as well. I think that we can we can change mid game pretty pretty easily and pretty pretty um, fluidly. That that it looks as if we we've um, we've managed to take that on board as in the transition from Gerard. I think that the the fact that the players look comfortable doing that. So uh, all credit to Gio because obviously that's not something that comes easy. To, to a lot of players, a lot of players are are very much a oh this is how we play, uh, and for it to be changed maybe two or three times in, in the midst of a game, 
I think that that's great credit to Gio and to the players that we can do that. Well, he's got the players now he can cook, chop and change. So yep. he's got his own squad now, basically. Aye, much, much Plus better. Plus he's got to come back as well if it's slot into that 10 spot because I think that's where he'll play him. I, th- I think Hadji will look like a completely different player under Gio Max, I've got to be honest. Yeah, I don't know how he's going to come back. Well, that's the problem. Is he going to come back stronger? Is he going to come back weaker? You don't know how it's going to come back after that injury because it was a bad one. It just obviously depends completely on his mentality. Max, before I let you go, I have to, do, I have to get a prediction from you for the morrow. Um, are you super confident? <laughs> John wants to score the first goal. Nice. And by the way, seeing me as we've gone on about Scotty Arfield earlier on, I was thinking about that, him, Davis and McGregor. See if you took them three out, who's the senior players in the team? Bolts and Tav. Yeah. They're not really seniors, no. I mean, they've never, they've, yeah, apart true. from Tav, they've not really been there steeped in the history of the Rangers. No, listen, that's true. And the, the point, the reason why I wasn't happy about Arfield's contract being extended was just because I didn't think he was good enough. But oh, he's, he's, he's proven me wrong. In the last 10, 15 minutes. That is totally, totally proven me wrong because without Scotty Arfield, we don't win on Saturday. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? Max, I, I, thank you so much for calling in and please do not be a stranger. I wouldn't be a mate. I like to have a yap. No. Cheers, Enjoy Max. Your Cheers, Thanks. Best. That's what we want. Folk on who like to have a, a, a good yap. So if you want to have a good yap, then get phoning in as my dog goes absolutely bonkers at the front door. So, yeah, Alex, prediction for the more? Um, I'm going to say 1-0 Rangers. And? And, yeah, I'll, I'll go for Cholak to score a goal. Cholak, Mark? 2-0 Rangers, Tillman. Do you know what? I would have accepted, I've not got a clue. I would have actually accepted that if you had said it. I would have completely accepted it. That's how we look back to Saturday. Um, tricky tie away to Livingston. The first game of the season. Horrible pitch. Not the easiest place to go. We kind of touched on it at the start, but you know, if no more people phone in, we'll be finishing up shortly. So if you want to keep the show going, please do phone in. Um, but I shall repeat what I said earlier, Mark. I thought that was an, a very, very impressive one. Yeah, it was a tricky tie. Like, I mean, we all know it's it's not an easy place to go, and and that that you can see they're well drilled. Um, I don't know if you caught uh, Martin Dale's uh, uh, post match uh, co- comments when he said that he had gave every single player in that team a forty five minute video of oh, the Rangers. Team. I caught um, Martin Dale's comments, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring in a very very noisy Alan. Alan, how you doing? <laughs> I'm alright, guys. Can you hear me alright? I can. Are you possibly out having a beverage at the moment? No, I'm using my headphones at the moment. Oh, you're using your headphones. Well, is this an addition to come on to, to start on the rabble full time? Is it? <laughs> well, uh, no, I'm actually on the headphones because uh, I'm surrounded by quite a few green and white caps. Ah, <laughs> oh, I see. I see. I see. So, what would you like to talk I'm about? Kind of I, I, I was going to just ignore the fact that you were in sunny Spain. I you mentioned the first ever European match or your favourite one with the Avengers. Mine was Dynamo Kiev, I got 2 0 
Mark Balko scored the goal and Sukali with uh, his jammy head on like this. Oh, hold on, hold on. Sorry, I'll, I'm going to have to let you go because that was really, really noisy. Al's going to need to go outside somewhere and phone his back, isn't he? That's right. just mayhem. I very much apologise, Alan. Um, <laughs> I'm far too young to remember Dynamo Kiev. Um, but yeah, I, I do apologise. That was just a wee, wee bit too long. Um, so we'll go back to what, what, what did I ask you, Mark? I forgot. Right, so just about, just talking about the um, the, the game and how, how it, was a, it was a good one. But yeah, as I said, like I was saying, Martin Dale, Martin Dale. We have Alan back. Now, is it going to be as loud? Or are we going to be able to hear him? Alan? See, now he's just disappeared. And he's really quiet. <laughs> he's went from being pure loud to pure quiet. Hi, on on uh, David Martindale's comments... I think there was a few people very unhappy about David Martindale's comment. I wonder why. I wonder. I mean, the problem is that this this guy just see because people tell you the truth. A lot of no. people just don't like it. See if it doesn't it doesn't agree with their narrative. Then <laughs> do you know what I mean? But look, that just shows you that the amount of um, uh, the amount of effort and and um, organisation that goes into his his teams to give every single player a forty five minute video of of the Rangers team. And how to play and what they're going to do. So that's that's proper dedication. That's look, and they said it before the game as well. It, it never said it was a dead rubber, but he almost said that. Nah. Um, he said that it's it's, it's no, it's, it's a it's a freebie basically because nobody's expecting him to do anything. But I'll tell you what, he's not telling his players that. A hundred percent sure oh. he's not telling his players that. So we're going he's to. We're going to bring in, sorry, Mark. It always seems to be Mark that I cut off when we get a call in. But yeah, we're going to bring in a, a good friend of the channel, Ian Ross. Ian, how are you? Hi, Martin. I'm doing fine. Thanks very much, Paul. And that's a much better background noise, I've got to say. Hi, I've muted you, Martin. So I'm, I'm doing all right here. A lot better than Alan. Alan, that was disgraceful. <laughs> that's all I'm doing. Absolutely. What would you like to talk about, Ian? I, I just think, I don't know, going back to Mark's comments earlier on there about um, about what, what we were going to play in Wednesday night, uh, sorry, tomorrow night, don't you think, Mark, it's all about squad rotation? I mean, I spoke about this a, a, a little bit before, and I think I think Gio's got a plan as far as that's concerned. You know, and I think, I think he's going to rotate the squad a lot more, but not hugely rotate it. But I mean, sort of horses for courses, and he'll he'll rotate that he'll rotate that team according to uh, the not even not even the league we're playing in, but the actual game we're playing in. Yeah, a hundred percent agree with you. I think that's exactly what he'll do. I think that that's why we're quite a heavy squad at the minute. We've got quite a lot of players, so I, I dare say that that's going to be the case. I, I'm just thinking about with the fact that we've had a few injuries. And a few players that are um, not really quite up to speed. I Davis Davis has not kicked a ball for us really. He's played in a bounce game. Um, you're not really going to fling him in. Don't get me wrong. He'll probably play. He'll probably be a starter on the left side of uh, the defence. But um, you're not going to fling him in a European game. Matondo is um, is the probably going to going to be a starting right sided uh, attacking midfielder. So, but. Had a wee knock there and a wee injury, and is it is it too early? Is it is it? Do you know what I mean? So 
Um, Ken injured. Uh, Morelos injured. So what I'm saying is, with with the fitness of the, of the team that we've got and the players we've got available, as I said, Lawrence has played one game for us. Um, Matondo's not even played a proper game for us. So that that's my that's my my point in that. As I said, I think six or seven games into the season. And everybody's fit and everybody's played good minutes. I think that you will see that rotation. I 100% agree with you. I, I think that it's, just, it's just this specific game that, that I was concerned about. Just very, very quickly. Sorry, in two seconds. Uh, Ewan Minton, channel member, he's put in a five pound super sticker. Ewan, thank you so, so much for your support. Um, guys like you and Ian have been, been here since day one, I believe. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for your support, Ian. You can have your comeback on what Mark said there. My apologies. Yeah, yeah, yeah Mark. I I agree with you a hundred percent. I mean, I I did a I did a, a team guest, if you will, for uh, for Saturday because I went to the game. I managed to uh, procure a ticket for my brother, uh, so I travelled through for the game. Uh, my 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 thought my thought is, uh, and I'll go to. Speak to Alec about that one. I, I thought he made a mistake playing a suitor from the start. I thought he should have started with Sand rather than Suter. I mean, why why risk Suter on a why risk Suter on a on a plastic pitch when the guy's coming back from a from an injury? Yeah, you know, I mean it. And I was I was very very impressed with Sand when he came on in the in, in the second half, and I thought he helped along with Tillman, obviously. To change the game, you know. Yeah, and in, in hindsight, I think maybe Gio could be thinking the same thing. Um, and again, I think these games can happen for players. Um, Suter was maybe uh, somebody he thought might be better suited because he's he's probably played there before with Hearts. Um, you know, he's a bit more used to say the Scottish League than than maybe saving Sands for for a European tie or or whatever he thought. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. I think I think Sands especially. Um, after a, a bit of pre-season for both, um, Shan seemed to be the one that was uh, a bit more confident, a bit more assured, and, and at centre back he's a, a ball playing, a ball playing defender, somebody who can uh, play out from defence, and, and that's what you need when you've got um, a resilient team such as Livingston. Well, absolutely, absolutely, I agree with you hundred percent. Ian, can I just ask you though? Do you think Suters possibly came in for a, a little bit of undue stick though? Um, it was his first game. He's, he's took a lot of stick, obviously, in social media, and Connor Goldson's obviously had to come out and defend him after the first league game of the season. Well, I, I find it very difficult to, to to give the guy stick because, as I said earlier, Martin, I, 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 I don't think he should have played that game. I think it was a, a mistake to physically play the guy in that game because, it, you know, coming back from an injury is bad enough. But coming back and playing in a plastic pitch and playing against a, a team like Livingston, who we, who we traditionally struggle against anyway. Mm-hmm. They struggle to score against them 90% of the time. I just thought that Sands would have been better suited in that position. And I think Sands proved the point when he came on. You know, he was getting he was getting tight to the, 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 the big centre forward. can't remember his name. He was getting tight to him. He was, st- he was stopping his runs. But Suter just doesn't seem able to do, you know. So that I, I, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll never criticise Suter for the game that he had on Saturday, because I think 
I personally think he shouldn't have been playing in the first place. It's the, it's the fact, though, Ian, that Goldson has to come out and defend him after the first game of the season, which I, I think, I think regardless, I mean, somebody's mentioned in the comments, Lundstrom had a poor start, Barisic had a poor start. Surely by now, yes, if, by all means criticise, because look, if we do a reaction and somebody's poor, then we criticise, that's what you have to do. But for, for the vice-captain of your football club to have to come out and actually speak up for a centre-half who's played one um, meaningful game, and that's poor. But you know what? But you know what? You know what? You know what? Us Rangers fans are like, guys. They don't. It's we just uh, one bad game, one bad game, and 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 the whole of fan media is jumping in the guy's back. You know that. I mean, that's you know that's that's just traditionally Rangers supporters' knee-jerk reaction to uh, to any player that has a bad game, more so from a. From a new signing, I mean, look at look how much they slated John Lindstrom at the start of, mm-hmm. uh, at the start of last season, you know, and you know, then and, and Tillman and uh, sorry, Suter's getting exactly the same treatment. You know, you can't judge the guy in with the, on, on one game, especially on the the part that he was playing on and the defence that he was playing against. Uh, sorry, the attack that he was playing against the guy, the the, the big centre. I mean, I know the big centre forward had him in place. To be honest with you, he really did, and that's why obviously Gio substituted him. But that could have, that that could, that whole scenario could have been avoided if he didn't play him. Yeah, yeah. Of course, I've got. In hindsight, twenty twenty, and hindsight's a, a wonderful thing. But Paul in the comments is saying that Goldson sees him in training and says he will be good for us, and that's that's good enough for me. That's absolutely. Good. Yeah. I just wanted to say on on that point on on Goldson coming out. Sorry, Alex. that point. Sorry, uh, on that point, on on Goldson coming out and saying that you know Suter's gonna gonna want to go and and prove him right now, and and that's a a big a big thing for for Goldson to come out and say, and um, I think it shows a lot of leadership from him. Absolutely, it takes, Absolutely. A, it takes a lot of bottle as well to come out and and say that type of thing right after a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, to, to stand to stand up for the player, you know, he obviously he obviously thinks a lot about the guy to to come out and say these things on on social media to try and calm the Rangers fans down. I know, and it probably shouldn't have to after one game, but there you go, Ian, my friend. Excellent call as always. Cheers, Mark. Uh, Martin, thanks very much, Paul. And I'll speak. And, uh, I'll, talk, I'll talk to you guys soon. Yeah. Yeah, your phone back. All the best, Ian. Cheers, Ian. Cheers, guys. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye. Bye now. Cheers. I have to say, um, there was a few people phoning in there. If you do phone in and your number is anonymous, then for obvious reasons, the phone shall not be answered. Um, I don't know. I've, I've been warned about not picking, about picking up um, withheld phone numbers. Um, there's a reason why people their number, isn't there? Um, Alex, just to kind of finish off then, we'll, we'll just kind of go back to the Livingston game. I would go back to Mark, but I can't remember where we were at. And if I go back to Mark, it would just be cut off again anyway. But if you want to cut Alex off, it's 01416287237. But what was your overall thoughts about the game on Saturday then, Alex? Overall, um, yeah, I mean, first half, you, you watched and you thought... Um, to be fair, I think even in the first half you could see you could see something come. You could see that we were although we weren't really creating an, enough good chances, 
um, there was a, a lot about it and, and a lot of still positives to take, but it just looked like it took us a while to wake up. Um, and then in the second half, we were a lot more fluent. Um, there was a lot of urgency about it. And, and obviously, in the end, we get the, the goals um, <laughs> that matter. So, again, at the end of the day, another thing that, you, you know, you can see is, is once we go ahead, and, and it's 2-1. It's easy to say that a lot a lot of teams uh, at 2-1 then, you've gone up, you've done the job, you then invite the pressure on yourself and, and you sit back a wee bit and try and see the, lead, see the, see the game out. Um, whereas, no, we, we went and we looked for a third and we, we continued to look assured and it wasn't just about being ahead and then defending the lead. Um, we looked a bit more like Rangers should look. Yeah, um, we do have another call coming in. Um, I probably shouldn't have put it on mute straight away, but they've hung up. So there you go, they've hung up. Um, caller ending 835, if you want to phone back in, uh, we shall take your call. My apologies, I didn't get to it in time. Um, but we do have and probably one of our most famous callers on the show. We've got Carol. Carol, how you doing? Can you need to turn the show off in the background, otherwise there's a heavier lag. I'm doing great, Martin. How you doing, buddy? Have you got the show turned off in the background? Because we all heard my wee yes, introduction to you there. There you go. I turned the whole telly off, so <laughs> that's better. <laughs> it's kind of dark down here. Save the electricity, Mark. Ah, here. Yeah, here. Yeah. So am I. So am I. Uh, what was going on? Oh. See there, you've turned the telly back on. He's sat in the remote, isn't he? <laughs> it's muted now. Right. Hey. Uh, no, I was under the impression, I'm sure all the Rangers supporters were and all, that when we bought Suter, he was to replace Goldson on the right. Mm-hmm. So, and the other thing is, we're playing him left, out of position, he's got to get used to it. But as for playing him in that park, I'm sure he's played in that park before. He has. He has. Exactly. I mean, you can't make it good. I'm not, going, I'm not slating the guy, he had a bad game. A lot of players have bad games. Kent in the first half was non-existent. I hear it all the time, he's taking two or three men away. Well, that should be opening up places to get the ball into somebody else, and it doesn't seem to go there. You know? So you can't blame Suter for that. That's the manager to blame for that one, for playing him out of position. When he isn't suited to that position, maybe, you know? He needs more practice at that. He'll have to get maybe 20 minutes here, 30 minutes there, you know? Bring them on when somebody else is... You know, what? Two up or that. you know, that's the only way I think of that. Do you know what? That's, actually, that's good. a good point, though. Sorry, I'll, I'll just take that quickly to Alex, Carol, and then you can come in with your second point. Actually, that's, that is a good point. He <laughs> is playing in a position, Alex, that's completely unfamiliar to him. Yeah, obviously, he's, he's better on the right-hand side. And, um, again, he's also better in, in a back three than he is in a back four. So, uh, it's not something that's new to him but it's not his preferred his preferred formation his preferred tactics either so it's something that's obviously going to take a bit of time getting used to um for goldson eh, not goldson sorry for Suter. So you're getting Suter and goldson mixed up sorry carol uh, no that was a bit off. Oh, um, sorry. i'm just i'm looking forward to the game you know how are you feeling about the morning night you feeling confident i don't know i don't know anything about that team Neither never heard of them <laughs> So, but you can't take anybody, you know, for granted anymore, can you? Well, no, in Europe, yeah, anyway. We, there's been a few results in the past that you would like to forget, and that's that. Uh, if you take anything for granted in Europe, Carol, you've had it. 
That's it. That's the way I think, Martin, you know. But have a good night. I didn't even know you were on. I was just watching something else. I said, I'll go to YouTube and see where, what's on. I was going to listen to Rangers Radio, but you're not allowed to say anything bad about anything on that show, you know. Listen, I started on Rangers Radio. I love the guys. I've got, I, I love the guys. That's where I started, man. I, I mean, they're okay, but there are too many statistics and all that in all the time. People come in with statistics. It's statistics. I don't watch a game and statistics. I watch you can't game, even you see know. it. You can't even see it, Carol. What chance you go to understand that? <laughs> I watched on the day the Rangers review. The boy was on him. It looks like Hadji. He put up all these graphs and things. Hack away you go. No, you're not <laughs> getting that here. I don't even know how to see it. Have a nice night, lads. Cheers. <laughs> Well, the only graph you've got skin grafts. <laughs> um, right, well, I think look, that'll probably do us. I think, gentlemen, would you say, oh, hold on, hold on. We do have that, that call coming back in that I couldn't get to on time. So, caller ending 835, how you doing? Welcome to the rabble. No bad, mate. Um, who's, who's that calling? My name's Alan. Alan, um, another Alan. How you doing? Hi. Still there? Uh, all right. How the hell do I turn this down? Because I'm hearing it on the... Oh, yeah. There you go. No, I just... I think everybody's getting a bit... They're a bit too quick to jump the suitors back. The first couple of games against Spurs and that, he handled himself all right. Mm-hmm. But that game at the weekend, I don't think for a couple of... A couple of... All right, he made a couple of mistakes, but I think everybody's coming down too hard on the guy. Remember, he's still settling in. But yeah. the, the reason I was phoning is, I think, the, the end of last season, or in fact, halfway through last season, even when Gerrard was still there, I thought, oh, we're knocking it about the box too much, and nobody's taking a chance having a shot in that. Mm-hmm. Didn't you see that other mob, the, the other side of the city, we jot and that. They're just getting up and having shots galore. And I think that's how they scored so much. We need to be doing that as well, because we've got the players that have got the ability. That well, is, some of them. That, that, that has been the big issue, Mark. It's been shots for outside the box. Occasionally, Ryan Jack will hit one and it'll either be tame right at the goalkeeper or it'll, Rose or it'll go straight in the, the top the corner. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's very, but, Mark, was that what Tom Lawrence was brought in for? 100% it was. I think that, that looking at looking at his statistics um, before he came to us, the boy likes a shot for outside the box. I mean, not even just outside the box, he likes a shot for anywhere. I think that you, you only need to give him half a chance and, he, and he's going to hit a shot. So I think that's pretty much what he's uh, Lawrence has been brought in for. I think Tillman likes a shot as well. Um, and I think um, Matondo likes a shot as well. So I think that they've they've went out and recruited specifically for players that are, that have got a, a, a threat from outside the box um, and, and like a shot. Because like, like you said, I think that's what we've been lacking for been lying for long enough. As I said, Kamara's got everything in his locker. Can he can he can he hit a coon arse with a banjo for 18 yards? Really couldn't he? So I think it's something that we've been really needing. And I think hopefully we've uh, I mean even even uh on Saturday there um Lawrence wasn't he, wasn't he shine having a ping for, for distance so Hopefully they've they've kind of recruited for that so that we've get we've got a, a, a greater goal threat as I said especially with this this low block that everybody wants to play against us nobody wants to come out and play they just want to sit back and go all right there's the ball you break us down so 
as I said, it's something that we, we've needed, and I think we've we've sorted that out this season. But we're going to have to. Can wait, I just Alan. can I just ask as well? Mm-hmm. This is something that's controversial between me and a few of my mates. But do you think that's going to push people at Sakala and maybe Scott Wright further out the picture with these new boys coming in? Because God, I know Sakala, God loves him. He's a, he's a tire, you know what I mean? But just sometimes he does all the work and he's near end product. Scott Wright as well. Um, I don't. I know they're trying hard to sell the boys, but just there's a lot of times that they're trying, but they're just to me they're, they're average players, and I don't mean that bad against the boys. I know they're they're in a squad of top players, mm-hmm. but they're just no. Scott Wright's best game was probably the cup final last year, mm-hmm. and even then it was only or he scored the goal in that. But he's classic to him, Sakala. That boy's keen as mustard, but again, I don't. I honestly don't see the two of them making it top players of their careers. No. I think they end up maybe bang average. Alex, I'll take, just my I'll, honest opinion. I'll, I'll take that to you, Alex. Sakala and Ray, do you see a future for them at Rangers? Yes. Uh, I think a, a big part of their future at Rangers is to be good backup. To be somebody that you can potentially rely on as backup or as a substitute. Um, they are, they are, you know, they are players that you're, you're not going to get, you know, um, players as good as players that should be playing week in week out to come and settle for being back up and, and both of those players albeit a little bit a little bit older than than those um who you would like to be the the ones with potential etc still do have potential and, and I, I think I agree with Scott Wright's end product uh it is not the best but then going the other way I think Sakala is seems to trip over his own feet but his end product is is an absolute huge part for him Alan, see for me, right, and again, I've got a blindness when it comes to certain players, and I've and I've I've said this loads and loads of times. I always I was convinced that Philip Sebo was was going to turn into the next <laughs> old Ronaldo, right? There's just something about Scott Wright for me that I think there is definitely a player in there. He he just needs to be grabbed grabbed and shook to get that player out of him. But for yourself, do you know see Sakala or Wright having having much of a future at Rangers? I just, I don't see the point in keeping, keeping just bring them in when they're coming in and they're not making the impact like somebody else, say like Davis or that, his when they come on. Davis can come on in a game that's going back to the walls and just stone over the ball in the middle of the field and just start pinging passes. But you bring Sakala on, everybody knows he's just going to run after the ball. So somebody watches him, the fastest runner will watch him and just keep on. Keep, you keep pressure on Sakala, he'll get a run with the ball, but then he, he fumbles. Mm. And Scott Wright, I think, as well. He, he maybe could do what Ryan Jack done. You no, know, Ryan Jack came in, he was only a wee skinny lad, and he built himself up. No, Scott Wright, he's had a year already, Mayor. And I just, I don't know, for me, just, I don't think there's enough improvement there. I'm not saying that, Martin. Uh, on you go, Mark, you firing. I just think that, see these two boys, these two boys have got all the talent in the world, but it's in their own hands, it's up to them whether they're going to be a Rangers players in the future or not. This is what the, the you see somebody turn But all good teams have got players vying for position. So it's about the likes of Sakala and the likes of Wright gritting their teeth and getting out there and going, like, Do you know what? No, oh, I'm good enough to be here. Uh this is my position. I'm gonna show them. So it's that is is a mentality thing as well. So the need to have that mentality. Proved me totally fucking wrong. Sorry for swearing, but they no. proved me totally wrong, and uh, they end up and, 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 and turn the turn the corner and, this year. 
Yeah, so I mean, the thing probably that more Sakala than Wright, Sakala has not been here enough, long enough, whereas Wright's been here longer. So I said it in one of the other shows. I think that this is probably Wright's kind of last chance alone this season. I think he needs to kick on. I think he's got the ability to kick on. Um, it's just something needs to click with him. It's just something's no clicking. It's just uh, it's just fine, fine margins. He's just defended. He's, he's a bit like a, a Michael Howard, and no, he was awful. I promise. When he came in, and then just when it came to it, he, he's not shown it. I, I would say he's actually he's a better player than a Halloran, a uh, far better player than a Halloran. But I get, I get the comparison, no more. Yeah, I definitely get the comparison, but it's in their own hands, and and this is the thing. They need to show that they're good enough, and they need to take up that mantle and go. Oh, do you know what? I'm making that my position because if it was me, that would be that would be my mentality. Would be. No, that's my position. He's not getting it. So well, no, no player should ever feel comfortable at Rangers yeah, in their 100%. position. So as I said, it's in their hands. Um, and if they don't do it, they've nobody get no get anybody to blame but themselves. If if they're away in January or sticking them out on loan or they're been told to look for a new club, then it's as I said, nobody to blame but themselves. They've got talent. So they just need to kick on, they just need to get that bit between their teeth and show us why. That they get signed in the first place. Alan, before I let you go, I've got two questions. Go ahead. First question is, um, I, I would imagine you're a subscriber, but have you gave the show a like? I'll hit it just when I come off here. There you go, right, okay. Right, question, see, I'll tell you, if you don't remind people they don't like, so, you know, get, get liking, folks. And question number two Give me a prediction in first goal scorer for the Mora. Um, goal scorer, I'm hoping Cholak. I think that boy, I think he's full of promise. I think that boy can do a turn for us. And I fancy him either getting a few in Europe and in the league this year. Score? Score. I'll go 2 0 to us. 2 0. 2 0 Cholak, first goal scorer. I'll take that. I'll, I will take that. Right, lads, thanks very much. No worries, Al. Don't be a stranger. Oh, best, Al. No worries. Catch you again, mate. Cheers. Hey, good night. All right. That great call to end the show. That was, that was really good. See that? See people phone in. You have a debate. We get your points across. You make more sense than us because most people know more about what they're talking about than what we do. We just pretend that we do. We're just very good at pretending. Very, very good at pretending. Um, yeah, so listen. Oh, hold on. Oh, 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 should I take this call? Oh, right. Okay. Final call of the night. Final, final call of the night goes to the one and only Curry Muncher. All right, mate. I was going to let you away early that easy. Your neck. I was like, they think they're getting away early. They have got no chance. Oh. Curry, what can I do for you? Right. I, I'm really. Try to stop myself from getting riled up with people having a go at Fashion Zakala. He was a third best goal scorer last season in the, in the Premiership. He was the fourth best goal scorer overall. And people are having a go with him. I think that's shocking, that. Alex, Fashion Zakala, has Curry got a point? What was his goal tally, by the way? Uh, hold on a second. I think he had in the league eight nine. nine? Overall, with 11. Uh, Tabernier had nine in the league in 18 in all competitions. Uh, Alfie had 12 in the 
Scottish League and 20 overall. And Kimar Riff with 17, 10 goal contributions and 16 in all competitions. Which should do bad considering how much of the season they missed. Uh, so it just shows you how much we miss him. Well, that's a fair point, Alex. I yeah, think. I mean, I mean, Sakala, um, nine goals. He, he he wraps up he racks up thirty appearances, but it's it's thirteen starts. It's a goal every hundred and sixty four minutes, which is you know not even it's less than um or it's a goal every two games realistically. Um, it's a good return, a good return for somebody yeah. who is it's backup. That's ex- and especially you know it's somebody that um although the the ability the the eye test he might not pass, you know, watching him isn't the most, um, it's not the most fluent football to watch Fashion Sakala. His numbers are decent. They always have been for Rangers and, and I agree with Curry. Um, I think it's, it's really hard to to slag him as much as people are. Somebody agrees with you, Curry? I said, we hope so. <laughs> what about Mark? He always disagrees with Mark. I'm shocking with bad me, Mark. He's totally different all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do agree with you. I, I, I do agree with you. I think that um, goals to games ratio, see for me, if he's a forward and he's scoring goals, that's what he's there to do. See if he's no pretty, it doesn't really matter to me. We natural Novo wasn't pretty, wasn't technically gifted, scored goals. That's all I'm after. Chris Boyd wasn't pretty, scored goals. So I think we'll, I think we'll agree this time. We'll need to fall out another time, but I think we'll agree this time. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, right, maybe Mark and Alex agree, but there's two people in the comments who don't, and I'll read both comments out before you jump Oh God, I wonder who that is, I've not got up, so I can't see. Right, Nicholas Moore, uh, Sakala is a great character, but he's not good enough, and... Oh, well, I think I've talked about him. Right, be nice, Curry, please, we're all friends here, this is the rabble community, Um, but yeah, not good enough to hold down a place, Eve. Why keep him? Sakala is never the answer. Got him for nothing. So even if he leaves for a million, it's all profit. Right. But but we'll totally ignore the fact that he's our third best goal scorer. But he's guff. Come on. What a break. Don't shoot at me. I just put the comment up. No, I'm watching it. I'm looking at it right now. No, I tell you, we went bloody right up. <laughs> Here, by the way, Andy's writing the comments. Rangers Rabble charity boxing match. Walter versus Curry. There we go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fiber. I'll, I'll do it for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well. uh, how are you feeling about the Mora Curry? Are you feeling confident? Uh, well, I've heard a few things about them. It depends on which side we put up. If Sue definitely did not travel. I, I, I believe the people in our comments. I trust them. I trust them more than I trust. No, I don't trust them. I've got no idea. Right. If, if put this right, if Suter is over there and playing, I don't want them in a back four with Colson. From what I heard about the team, they're playing against that union. Uh, they like to use the rings, and the the two guys that they use are really really fast and Golson and Suter are quite sluggish especially when they turn they, they, they can't turn at all and but Borna doesn't help Suter at all in that left hand side he's just I noticed that especially in the first half in the game against Livingston he just he never gave a lot of help 
to suit her at all. Although he suit her had a really bad game, it wasn't just his fault. Uh, there was a couple of players around about him that should have cleared it. Lundstrom should have cleared the ball because I think Lundstrom and Porter uh, Barsic left that ball to bounce. Uh, one one thought he was going to get the ball, another one thought he was going to get the ball and they left it, and that's how he managed to flick the ball on. Uh, so I don't want Borna and Suter and Colton uh, playing in a, in a back four. I want to see something different because I don't think they're fast enough for the game. Overall, I think we've got enough in the team with the new players we brought in. I think, fingers crossed, but I'm pretty confident we'll get into the, the, the uh, stages, of the, the, t- the qualifying stages. Well, you know what I'm going to ask you now, don't you? Uh, aye, who's the goal scorer? Mm-hmm. And what's the score? Uh, 2-1 Rangers. And I think it'll be... Oh, what do you think? Lawrence to score the first goal. Right. What one of their players is going to score their goal? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to even bloody pronounce, trying to pronounce the name. The Belgian lad. Uh, yeah, the Belgian dude. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're going to end the show there, Curry. So I'm going to go and do my wee outro. Thank you for phoning in. And hey, brother, guys, you take show. it easy, right? Cheers, guys. Cheers, there you go, Curry. You've been a smart arse as usual. Um, but yeah, and listen, it's been a great phone in the night. There's been loads of calls. It's really good. It's what I set it up for. Um, obviously, with the system that I'm using, Skype, I can only take one call at a time. So some folk do try and phone in, and I can't answer it. I'm looking at ways of making that better. Um, but the only way I can I can do that is if people keep phoning. So yeah, um, really enjoying the phone in so far. If you're watching on YouTube, please give us a like and subscribe. Um, I see we've got quite a few likes already. I don't know, don't know the exact number because I'm not on YouTube. I'm on a different streaming thing. Um, so yeah, if you want to become a member and help support us on our way to be, uh, having press access with the club, that's what the memberships are for. And as soon as we reach 70 members, 70, I'm going to go. I told the guys 100, but I'm going to go 70 and there will be some extra members content. I think the last time I checked, we're on 43 members. Um, so yeah, just how many to go, Mark? Sorry, you had lost me there. How many we got, and how many won? We're on forty-three, and there's going to, be, and I'm going to do members content when we get to seventy. So how many? I'm dyslexic. <laughs> Alex, twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven more members, um, and, and we shall have some members content. Alex, Mark, thank you. Thank, thank you very you much. To, thank you to everybody watching. Um, it really does mean a lot that so many of you tune in. The numbers we get are incredible, and it's because of you that we're, we're getting further and further with Rangers and making the show bigger and better. We'll be back tomorrow night. We'll have the pre-show, uh, the, the big match build-up. Um, then we'll always have reaction. And then me and Morgan Morgan are going to be covering the B-team game. Um, so we'll have a wee bit of reaction to the B-team game a bit later on in the week. I'm going to put some clips together and and see how that goes. But until tomorrow night, because I know that every single one is going to tune in for the build-up, um, Scotty will see you tomorrow night. So until then, stay safe and take care. <laughs>
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.